0: Hello happy people, welcome to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pelé with the Profitable Happiness Podcast. And boy, do I have a guest in a billion for you today. And I said billion with a B because Rob Howes, I love your t shirt, by the way, the billion healthy. Um, Rob Howes, you are just an unbelievable guy. The first time I saw you, you shocked me. I saw you on LinkedIn singing and dancing in this amazing music video. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I love this guy. Who is this guy? And then I, uh, I learned more about you and I found that you have an incredible following, more than, or uh, close to 30,000 followers. And for anybody who doesn't know what that means, these are followers. We're not talking about connections. These are people who actually care to, to, to follow you. And this is powerful. So I am so uh, happy to meet you. How are you doing today,
1: Rob? Dr. Pele, thank you for having me, man. This I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. You know, I'm breathing. So that's a good start, you know? Yes, yes. In
0: 2020, at the end of 2020, we got two more days. To be breathing is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. Like, like that book behind you. <laughs>
1: <Big>. <laughs> you, know,
0: I, you know, I have to say, I have to say, and this is with all due respect to the suffering that we've all seen this year. Um you know, I think this is a time for gratitude. And, um, you know, I, I wonder how are you seeing life and gratitude in your life? And 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 before we even go there, how did you become mm-hmm. Rob Howes? I really would love to know your history
1: um, and maybe yeah. you
0: can sprinkle in your gratitude in that conversation.
1: Oh, my goodness, man. That's a. Thank you for asking that question. And I'm going to give you the cliff notes uh, of this evolution. You know, each person is uh, the multiple impressions that they have experienced over the years, everything they've learned, everything they've gone through, businesses, relationships. You know, I really care about mind, body and spiritual health. Like I can care about it. I care about good mental health, how you think, your perspective, your psychology. I care about the body, the wellness, you know, how you eat, you know, movement. Breathing, drinking water, I care about that because I know that that actually activates the energy I need to think. And I care about spiritual health. You know, you can call it spiritual or you can call it soul. It depends on where you are. Whatever that thing is that's keeping you alive that you can't control that. Like being healthy with that relationship. And so my whole life has really been doing something to that nature. Whether I was a personal trainer for a couple decades. Not a couple decades, but like 10 years plus. Um, I studied psychology neuroscience i was a pastor for 10 years and oh. that was fantastic yeah i traveled the country and preaching the gospel and i'm not a pastor anymore i still love jesus christ i just have a different broader perspective on life and i'm really happy about jesus being right next to me about that mm-hmm. and um i'm just teaching man and so like in, th- in this day and age in 2020 december the year 2020 i got a vision baby yeah. I got a vision. <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> and wow. the vision, man, is is to see people empowered. You know, see, and I believe this year has literally positioned us to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, whenever you, everything has a polar opposite. You got good, bad, right, left, up, down, yin, yang. It's all there. Mm-hmm. So while we were experiencing this devastating traumatic, life-shattering, stopping experience, Yeah, beauty was growing. Mm. Newness and the beauty was something new because what we was doing wasn't working. I know you didn't ask for all that, but that's how I kind of rolled into it. I'm grateful for that perspective, though. I'm mm. grateful that I'm not just trapped into the thinking of believing that everything's just going to work out and I should just listen to whatever was said before and not think for myself. No, I'm grateful to have that perspective because now I can enlighten others.
0: You know, I have to say, what a powerful statement. You know, beauty was growing. And by the way, I can see your pastor stuff coming out because I'm going to preach it, my brother. Amen. (laughs) I can feel it. Thank you for sharing that. But no, I think there's a song or something, a statement I heard somewhere that it is from the mud that some of the most beautiful flowers will bloom, you know. Mm. And, and I think that's kind of what you're saying. So I, I appreciate yes. your perspective. I can also see that, you know, your, your teaching is really one of the things you've transferred from your, your pastoring days over to what you yes. do now. Tell us a little bit about what you do now. Um, you know, I know you have a, a podcast and I know you do multimedia mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Tell us a little bit about what you do now.
1: So, yep, the podcast, the Business Empowerment Podcast, we have a business empowerment community. Mm-hmm. And our, our company's name is scale through automation. So that's essentially helping companies scale through automating basic processes. If you think about it, every company, every industry has things that need to get done. They have to get done and they're repetitive over and over and over and over. Well, yeah. people don't ever need to be doing that. Okay. You never need to go to a job where what you're doing is on repeat that can be automated. Yeah. What, what we do is we come in, and not only automate that, but help the companies understand how to reallocate the energy. Of the person towards more value added activity, which brings more value to them and the company. You're cutting down errors, heightening efficiency, people are partying like crazy. And that's this the truth. It's, yeah. This is how it goes. Think about the same thing in life. You know, think about if you can start building habits that work for you, mm-hmm. right? Because habits are the things that are moving. 90% of the time, you're doing things you don't even know that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, but they're called habits, and it's in your subconscious. But you can build those habits mentally in your conscious mind. And you can deliberately position yourself like walk in the morning, Mm -hmm. have your glass of water there, you know, plan your meals. That will become a habit, which will then become automatic, which then you'll be healthy, And folks will be like, yo, what you do? (laughs) Build habits, baby. Build habits. (laughs) Automation. So my company is that. We're building good habits for companies.
0: (laughs) Is it it software automation that you talk about or business process automation? Is it actual software or? Practices.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, it's both. You, okay. you integrate the software into the practice. First, yes. you want to, you know, standardize the process. So every process has an end to end. So you begin to understand what that is. And then whatever the repetitiveness within that process, we automate it. Mm. Boom. Boom. We you do know, this I, stuff I, in, in 30 days, man. I like, got a whole company, automated the whole thing.
0: You know, I have to say, bravo. And I'm going to tell you why. See, I can hear the science of what you're talking about. I can hear that you're a student of, of the mind and the, and how to build habits and the neural networks. And, and of course, yes, all yes. the software technology and the stuff that you're talking about. But you know, what? Uh-huh. I would have never known about your brilliance if I didn't see you dance into a song. <laughs> <laughs> can you see? I mean, how yeah. is it that I saw you rap into a, a song that you wrote or something <laughs> like that in a video? But now I'm able to be exposed to the real human being with the big smile mm. and and the brilliance. That to me is the trick of social media. That that's what a lot of oh, people man. don't understand. And it seems like you get that. What's your thought on the fact that you put yourself out there in all honesty, and mm-hmm. that is
1: what attracts people to you? Then they discover what you do. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man! You 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 are a good synthesizer, man. You broke that thing <laughs> down good. You know. People like people. Mm. Then, like that could be, we could drop every mic in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the more you become committed to being yourself, the more people become committed to being around you. The more you whoa. begin to love you, the more people will begin to love you. That it's is really, a quote. It's the mirror. I, please thank you because I need to listen to that again. Sometimes yeah. you're talking in a stream of consciousness and you miss it. You miss it. <laughs> you know, that, that's the reality, though. You know, we are a mirror. Mm-hmm. And so basically, go all in on you. You know, go all in on you. Fail horribly being yourself. Because all you'll be doing is failing forward. That's so all you'll be doing is failing forward.
0: Oh, man, I can't write fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> you said go all in on you. And then he said, I'm going to listen to this later, because I love it. The- <laughs> you know, OK, so-, so now you've made me want to talk about music, OK? <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your music background, kind of what you do. Um, obviously, I know you-,
1: you sing and rap, but tell us more, like the whole thing about music for you. Man, so I started, music has been a part of my life forever. Uh, it's been therapy. I didn't know it was therapy at a the time, but now I look back and reflect, it saved a lot of lives. Mm. Okay, including my own, mm. because sometimes you just start tripping and the mind goes crazy. But music has this way, man, of just soothing you. And then, if you can put some words to it, if you can articulate words of how you're feeling and put that to music, oh my goodness. And so, at 11 years old, you know, we had these things called tape recorders, everybody. They were put a tape inside of a system <laughs> yeah. and you push record, and it will record everything in that atmosphere.
0: So you you had to, to explain what a tape recorder is for some people, you to, right?
1: You got you to gotta do this. 21st century, 2020, <laughs> yeah. we got to break it down. Yeah. My daughter would be like, what the heck are you talking about, that? I'm going to show you. Okay. <laughs> Put this tape in, the cassette in, you push record, and it records everything in the atmosphere. So I would make sounds like boom, or beating on the drum, like on a table. Boom, 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 boom. I would record that, and then I, would, I had another tape recorder. Yeah. I would play that. And while that's going boom, mwah, mwah, boom mwah, I go ah, da, 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 da 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 and I would record. It was the worst <laughs> sounding quality in the history of music. But for me, it was the best sounding quality in the history of music because I didn't know any better. And I'm yeah. jamming. So that did something to me. The mm. feeling being able to write to that. And like I would make a song and listen to it. And man, long story short, what I realized is that through music, I could touch the soul. And I didn't know how to sing then. I didn't learn how to sing until my 20s. I met a friend of mine. His name was Ivy Roberts, amazing guy. I heard him singing a gospel song. Mm -hmm. I was rapping freestyle. He he was singing freestyling. This was uh, 1998 ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, way back there. And so I heard this brother go, Oh I was like, whoa. Like, well, Lord. I felt like what what's happening? Why is this voice doing something? And he was going deep with it. And he was like doing the vibratoes. I said, I need that. Yeah. I need to I need to learn this. Yeah. And so I did. You know, I just basically did it. I just mean learned how to sing. I was never tone deaf deaf, but I was like, uh, you know, not great to listen to. Yeah. Anything you practice longer enough, man, you can get good at.
0: You, you can get good at. You know, I, I have to say that <clears throat> music for me, I had a same. I had the same experience as you. I think um, one thing I can I can tell you is that I, I would look at th- the church, for example, and mm-hmm. you see the pastor teaching and preaching and pouring things into people's hearts and minds. Yeah. yeah. Right behind him is the music, always, yes. Yes. because that's always. the alternative approach to pouring things into people's hearts and minds. And the mm-hmm. two together, you know, it's like we're here for the preaching, but man, are we really? Cuz some of us like me, I'm here for the I'm here for the music, music. too. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, music was really my entry point into content marketing. Because music taught me that if you're selling this iPhone, you don't need to be, you know, telling everybody, "Hey, come buy my iPhone every single day." <laughs> What you could mm-hmm. be doing is just doing something on the side, like music or like storytelling or something else that, that brings people in, that engages people. And then mm-hmm. they, they meet the human being, as you said earlier. And I love how you right. said it. You said, the more you commit to being yourself, the more others will commit to you. I mean, that's the strategy right there. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: So Authentic, man. I love you that. Know, the, human, the humans are attracted. We're attracted to that, man. Yeah, we Yeah. Love seeing it. Yep. And that's the hardest thing for us to accomplish, being ourselves, which is very interesting. The mm-hmm. hardest thing for us to do, which really isn't hard, it's the simplest thing to do, but it's, it, it, we've, co- we've complicated it, life has complicated it, mm-hmm. but once you get it, hmm. oh, it's the light that comes on. It's it bright. really is. Let's talk a little
0: bit about your ideal clients. Um, you know, I, I, I understand um, the idea of business process management of, you know, software development that, that helps all mm-hmm. that. Tell us how people, uh, what they're experiencing when they meet Rob. Um, what challenges are they struggling through? And then how do you change that picture for them? Do you have like a, a, a two-step process or a 12-step process or, or some yeah, method yeah. that you use to help them sort of get to the next level?
1: Well, that's great. That's a great question, man. So the first thing is discovery. You know, In the conversation, we find out what you're doing. Like, so let's say, for example, you know, a, you're moving a lot of this one process in it in, and someone has to move an application somewhere, then they have to wait for someone else to do something. And then they have to enter this data based off of the, what they got there. Then that needs to go somewhere else. And sometimes that has to wait. And then and then someone else has. So we look at the whole thing, mm-hmm. find out what everyone's doing. And then we just automate whatever is going to be repetitive. So within, then they'll find out, okay, so, so I no longer have to do that. Oh, now I can focus on this, which is networking, branding, something with, more critically, right? And what happens is all of the pressure of having to do that repetitive activity gets released. Mm-hmm. And once that pressure, you know, gets released, a lot of our clients, most of most of our clients, um, we're like sixty five percent accounting and financial services. Mm-hmm. But that's only because they have to implement so much. They have to input so much data, mm-hmm. like can, all the time. So anybody that's putting in a lot of data, having a lot of repetitive activity. You know, you can stop doing that. Just think about what you can do with your mind and energy if you weren't doing that. We're working with a law firm right now, just a few people in there, but what we're move, we're moving away twenty hours. And this we did this in less than thirty days. Less than thirty days, we took twenty hours away from a lot from from a from a, um, from a lawyer and or or that practice. Maybe not him per se, but everyone on working on that. So, you know, that's our ideal clients is anyone who's looking to get time back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> you want to get some time back. That, that's,
0: that's a big deal. And, you know, if you get time back, then in some ways you get your happiness back, because that's why you got oh. the business in the first place, right? <laughs> Come on, you better preach. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your view? What's your view on happiness? Because, you know, and, and, you know, having been someone who, I guess you could say you were the shepherd of a flock. You know, you, you, you helped people solve problems every Sunday or, or every day. Mm-hmm. What's your viewpoint on happiness? I mean, is it even real? Like everybody, some people say, oh, happiness is for the birds. Don't follow your passion. Don't follow whatever. Other people embrace it. What do you think?
1: Oh, man, you got the greatest questions, man. It's such, <laughs> such good things to think about. Well, in la- last Christmas, I wrote a, a, a released an album, my wife and I called Happiness is Mandatory. Ooh. Okay. So if you go to housemusic.com, you can get, um, yeah. So what do I think about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, right there. That's what you think about it. <laughs> yeah. We're done. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I think it's mandatory, man. Um, and is it false? My wife and I were doing our devotion, our hangout this morning, just kind of thinking about life. We do this every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, whatever you believe is mm. If you don't believe happiness matters it won't mm. if you believe happiness does matter it will everything you've ever learned and ever accepted is because you chose to believe it so now the first thing is you got to ask yourself what are you choosing to believe well if you believe the opposite of happiness well then that's what you're going to get i don't think people want that no normal human wants a, a lack of happiness no one wants a lack of love in their relationships. No one wants a lack of happiness in their work environment. Everyone wants it. So it's imperative and it's mandatory. But it's it's up to the individual. Each person is responsible for their cultivating their own inner happiness. Mm. That means loving themselves. The only way you get to happiness is through loving yourself. So if I, if I concise this, the quickest... Sh- Route to happiness is loving you. Mm. What's the fastest way to love yourself? Look at yourself in the mirror and say the words one thing, okay, and then two, become to start thinking about things that you're grateful for. Sometimes you have to intentionally reach for gratitude because your gratitude will ultimately determine your attitude, Mm. which Les Brown says determines your altitude.
0: Yeah,
1: that's just the way it works gratitude, attitude altitude why do you want to be high so you can look down and see all the nonsense you know so you can wait what's michelle obama say when they go low you go, high. go high okay yeah. so gratitude is the quickest route to that and that's the quickest route to happiness mm. gratitude so that that's the route it's not a long walk baby it's short it's a short route yeah
0: you yeah. know you know you just gotta do it you know i i i um i could i mean i of course subscribe to exactly what you said but one of the things I love to do is to see the other perspective, people who, yes. for whom life has been rough, who have yeah. a cynical, they have a cynical uh, view of, and that isn't to say life hasn't been rough for me or for you, but they've you. allowed that rough life to put them yep. into the cynical box, right? Yes. So they just see what you and I are saying right now as happy talk, you know, you can right. I mean, you wrote a song called Happiness is Mandatory. By the way, I wrote a song called I Got Happy. <laughs> so you and I are tracking. We, we <laughs> believe this. But there are, who, there are people who look at that and they go, nah, man, you know, that's just not for me. How, how could we help someone understand that this isn't just happy words or funny talk? This is reality. If if you want results in your life, yeah, business, yeah, yeah. if you want profit, okay, that's why I call this the Profitable Happiness Podcast. Okay, yes, Pro- profit comes after you've decided what happiness is. You can't mm-hmm. wait till you got the Lamborghini before you say, "Okay, guys, I'm I'm happy now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, no way work. around.
1: So, mm-hmm. how do you help people begin to think differently to get new results? That's it, man. That's a great, great question. And yeah, let's get practical. You know, because it's um, I've had hardship, but I have I've also studied perspective and psychology and neuroscience and all those different things that help me kind of get out the the hole faster. So I can I can understand and relate to people who you know have taken the hardship on a little harder. Yeah, and they're like, you right now you you singing kumbaya, buddy, and I'm not feeling that. (laughs) Then I I, you know I I would say the first thing is let's let's figure out how you want to feel. How do you want to feel? Now you decide that now you're going to say you want to feel good and not. And if you don't say that, then maybe then now it's time to take the next step. Now you need to talk to someone who can start to help you work through those thoughts because you should want better for yourself. If you don't want better for yourself, you're not going to get it. Go talk to someone now. And once we get past that now, what do you want for yourself? Well, it's going to be goodness. It's going to be fulfillment. It's going to be growth in your business. It's going to be a healthy relationship with your wife, your spouse, and children. Ah, see, now we start talking about the things we want. Okay, now what's the roadmap to that? Now, here we come, Dr. Yeah. Pele. Now now, now we can come in and talk to them. Okay, because we built the roadmap out and it gave them the visual. Uh, understanding is what is necessary because understanding you know, obviously heightens the comprehension and understanding opens the door to a, bright, a brighter brighter. A broader perspective, mm-hmm. right? If you got a broader perspective, now you got more options when problems come.
0: Wait, wait. Are you saying basically that they have to arrive at a place where they are ready? And if they don't get there, it's it's a you can't you can't. I think Les Brown, who by the way I love Les Brown. Um, Les Brown once used to say that um, you can't give a person the entrepreneurial drive or, or I forget how he said it, but like they have to arrive at a certain place of readiness. Is yeah. that kind of what you're
1: saying? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, man. That's you. you summarize it as you keep doing <laughs> that. Basically. it. You know, you, they, they have, they gotta be ready and yeah. not ready. is not ready. And yeah. But I, I suggest to get ready sooner than later, especially right now. It's not yeah. the time you can't waste time. Cause it's, uh, you get left. It's like the boats moving. Yeah. You will
0: get left, I like that. So going into 2021, what are you most excited about? Do you have any new projects you're gonna roll out, something we all need to just jump on right now? What are you most excited about? And then after that, I wanna know how people can reach you, wanna drive people to find you so they can learn more from you.
1: Yeah, man, thank you. Um, So I'm definitely excited about our company, You know, Scale Through Automation, 100%. Uh, And when I think of Scale Through Automation, I think about our podcast. The Business Empowerment Podcast, we get to talk to entrepreneurs and business leaders, technology, leadership, um, business, and um, mindset, and just all that. Yeah. Bring them in, share with the world, right? And then we have our community. I'm excited about that. Uh, but on the music side and on the creative side and on the social impact side, you know, Lisa Nichols, those who don't know who she is, she was one of the speakers and authors of, of The Secret years ago, but she's done amazing work since then. She's a transformational motivational coach. She launched a movie, Her um, uh, Sean Smith, uh, David Bianchi and uh, Daniel Pico was the director. It's a movie called Let's Grow, okay? It's 16 minutes and it's essentially, it's a white man and a black man are talking across the table at each other about what they need to be talking about. And they're not seeing eye to eye as they wouldn't, but as the movie grows and it's all done in poetry, they begin to level up their understanding. And by leveling up the understanding, by looking at some of the, st- st- some of the statistics and stats and history, yeah. it opened the eyes of the white man, and then the black man was able to c- conversate. I'm not gonna give the whole movie away, but it's about leveling up our understanding. Mm-hmm. So this movie, Let's Grow, I wrote a song for it called ah, Let's Grow. Awesome. Right? I saw the trailer, and I, this chorus came to me. I wrote it, I sent it to my, my man, uh, Sean, who's the other, he's the white guy in the movie, Sean Smith. Uh-huh. He's loved it. Lisa Nichols loved it. Next thing I know, they're playing a song before the, 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 the premiere of the movie. Oh, that like, is Man. so cool. So look for Let's Grow in 2021. And the reason I'm saying look for it, on Sunday, I'm, I'm hosting a, a live watch party. Where just people are coming, watch the movie, then we're going to have a discussion. Because this is not just a movie, it's a movement. Yeah. It's time for people to start coming together and understanding each other. That's it. You don't have to vote for the same person. You don't have to go to the same church. You don't have to live in the same area. We just got to respect each other through understanding. And once we do that, brother, come on, man. I mean, you begin to start breaking down barriers and walls and things that have been built up because now, oh, you understand. Yeah. So I'm excited about leveling up the understanding in 2021.
0: Oh, that is that's something to be excited about. I, I have a viewpoint that that says you know, I'm not into all this ism. Racism, this and tribalism that. What the real problem is humanism. Humanism. <laughs> we're, oh, we're, cool. all, we're all humans. And if we could just mm-hmm. start to see our disagreements as human disagreements, not racial, yeah. not not yep. tribal, but actually humans. And you know why I have this perspective, Rob? I'm gonna tell you right now. The reason is very hmm. simple. I come from Africa, my brother. I was born in Nigeria. And let me tell you, when people talk about white man, black man, racism, I'm like, listen, it was my ancestors, black people who sold y'all, y'all to the white man and made a profit. So who, what are you talking about? The black yeah. man and the white man, they are both equally able to do the same kind of good or bad things. So right, for me, the right. human problem. It is not all this other stuff. So anyway, I'm, right, I got to get off my right. horse. But you inspired I love me. I am getting you. all these
1: feelings to just talk I love about that. This stuff. I love it, man. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you said what you said too. It's it, see things like that. Just understanding people. People probably yeah. don't even know that historical aspect of it. Like, oh, really? Yeah, there's more to the story, man. It's not deep, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's more. I mean, we, we all had a hand in in what we have today. We can't mm-hmm. keep blaming one party or the other we all need yeah, to make a
1: change we got to make, make the a change, change together now exactly wow yeah.
0: so Rob, <laughs> how, how can people find you what's your best uh uh website or of course we'll have linkedin here but what, yeah. what websites can we find you on
1: yeah so i got i got house music house music.com basically right h-o-w-z-e music.com mm-hmm. and that's where you can get the the, the happiness is mandatory album Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also this is big news right here, man. Big news. Mm-hmm. I am the number one Rob House on Google, brother. <laughs> the number one Rob House. Okay, <laughs> tenth year in a row doing it, and I'm proud about it. Okay, uh, there's another guy in, in Atlanta. He's close, but I got him. I was, on, I, was I was online first. <laughs> you know what? Can I
0: use that? Because I just love yeah. that. because I yeah. think I'm probably the number one Doctor Pelay on Google. <laughs> I love that. Rob, yeah, you are just, oh my God, I've been laughing all through this. I got tears in my eyes. You are just a breath of fresh air. I love your strategy of just being a human being that people wanna engage with first, and then we can talk about business and other things later because in the end, as you said, we're, we're just humans. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on, on Profitable Happiness Podcast. I appreciate
1: it. Man, thank you for having this platform and inviting me, brother. All right. We'll talk soon. All right.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. For more episodes, visit DrPillay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will follow.